of your fullness, Lord. Pour out of your fullness. In the name of Jesus, we honor you. We honor you. Psalm 79 says, O God, the nations have invaded your inheritance and they have defiled your holy temple. They have reduced Jerusalem to rubble. They have left dead bodies of your servants as foods for the birds of the sky and flesh of your own people for the animals of the wild. They have poured out blood like water around Jerusalem and there is no one to bury the dead. We are objects of contempt to our neighbors, of scorn and derision to those around us. How long, Lord, will you be angry forever? How long will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out wrath upon the nations that, that do not acknowledge you, on the kingdoms that do not call on your name. For they have devoured Jacob and devastated his homeland. Do not hold against the us the sins of the past generations. May the mercy of God come quickly to meet us, for we are in desperate need. Help us, God, our Savior. For the glory of your name, deliver and forgive our sins. For your name's sake, why should the nation say, where is their God? Before our eyes, make known amongst the nations that you avenge and the outpoured blood of your servants. May the groans of prisoners come before you. With a strong arm, preserve those that, uh, that have been condemned to die. Pay back into the laps of our neighbors seven times the contempt they've hurled against you, Lord. Then we, we your people, sheep of your pasture, will praise you forever. From generation to generation, we will proclaim your praise. Asaph writes the psalm, Psalm 79, one of the writers of the book of the psalms. Asaph is a prophetic worshiper. He's one of those that were part of the worship house together with Asaph and Jeduthun were part of those that were responsible for worship in the tabernacle and in the temple under the leadership of David. But he pens this down thousands of years ago and it rings true right now for Israel like it was burning in the heart of Asaph when he penned these words. It's nothing new that, that Israel faces today than what they faced before. They've understood what it was to go through many, many times experiencing the vengeance of their neighbors. But he comes back and he very graphically asks God, he says, God, the nations have invaded your inheritance. Remember, God calls Israel his inheritance. He calls Jacob, another name for Jacob is Israel. 
And he said, when, when, so when he says they have devoured Jacob and devastated his homeland, they're saying this is, he's making reference to Israel. And, and, and today, we want to pause in this moment. The Bible says he will bless those that pray for the peace of Israel. And so today, we understand that Israel does not have it perfect. We know that Israel is still in that place where they are searching. I believe if any time more than before, I, the, the, the president of Israel made a statement, a press statement, and in that press statement he says, the recent attacks was even greater than the Holocaust. And if we know the Holocaust was gruesome in itself. And so today we want to just pray. We know there is a prophetic plan of God for the nation of Israel. We know there is a prophetic plan of God for them as a people. We know that many of them need God and need salvation. They need to come to the place where they acknowledge God as Messiah, uh, Jesus as the Messiah. But I believe Israel is pivotal to the end time plan of God. They're very, very instrumental. God could have used any nation. God chose to use Israel as the nation through which he would exact his purposes on the earth. For all intents and purposes, they were not perfect. But never did God choose perfect people. But this doesn't remove the prophetic purposes of God for that nation. And so today we want to just pause for a moment. We know that the church of Jesus Christ is the Israel of the Lord. We know there is two distinctions between the spiritual Israel and the natural Israel. And so today we want to take a moment to pray for Israel, but not only are we going to pray for Israel, but we're also going to pray for other areas, like even in Nigeria, where there's an attack of, on the churches, in other Islamic states, where there is an overwhelming, growing persecution of the church. Amen? And we're going to pray that God begins to, to intervene. Amen? We pray that God will begin to show up in a supernatural way. The Bible says there is a, uh, that, that he is concerned with his people. And so today, we, we want to say, Lord, touch our heart with the things that touch your heart. So, Father, we come before you in the mighty name of Jesus. We bring Israel before you right now. The gruesome turmoil, the gruesome attacks the immense loss of lives. Father, we pray today, oh God, divinely intervene. Divinely intervene. Protect and preserve. Protect and preserve. Lord, we do not understand all of the political agendas. We do not understand all of the dynamics that are at play. But we know there is a prophetic plan that you have for Israel. And we pray tonight, Lord, let the, your will be done in that nation. 
Lord, we pray, O oh God, that you said in your word that you will bless those that pray for the peace of Israel. And so today we speak, O oh God, and we pray for the peace of Israel. We pray for the peace of Israel as a nation and as a people. Turn their hearts toward you, O oh God. Once again, Lord, turn your face toward your people, to your, to your chosen, O oh God. I pray in the name of Jesus, let there be deliverance, let there be breakthroughs, let there be divine strategies, let there be divine interventions. We pray today in the name of Jesus for peace. We pray, O oh God, for the stilling, O oh God, of the senseless loss of lives in yet another battle, in yet another war, in yet another, O oh God, antagonisms, O oh God. I pray, O oh God, for every, O oh God, an exposing, O oh God, of every, O oh God, system. We pray, O oh God, for an exposing, O oh God, of every evil and wicked agenda in the name of Jesus. We come against every communist plan in the name of Jesus. We come against every communist plan in the name of Jesus. Every wicked spirit of God, every vile, disruptive spirit in the name of every spirit of chaos every spirit of chaos in the name of Jesus. Let there be a turning toward you, Lord. Let in that nation, let there be a turning toward you. In that nation, let there be a revival. In that nation, let there be, O oh God, divine encounters, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we bless you. We bless you. Father, we bring Nigeria before you, the church of God, in Nigeria to you, O oh God. Right now, O oh God, this intervene with every persecution of the church persecution of the church of God in other Islamic states in the name of Jesus in Pakistan attacks of churches in India in the name of Jesus in Jesus name we are praying for the protection and the preservation of your church the protection and the preservation of sons and daughters of God of church buildings of church households of Christian families in the name of Jesus, we're praying right now for a deliverance. We're praying, oh God, for divine protection. Build a hedge, build a hedge around your people in the name of Jesus. Oh God, expose every wicked plan, every wicked and vile spirit in the name of Jesus. Every, oh God, militant spirit, oh God, that is rising up, rising up against your people in the name of Jesus. Oh God, look upon them, Lord. Look upon them. Look upon them, oh God. Help us. Oh God, like it says, oh God, in verse 9, help us, God our Savior, for the glory of your name. Deliver us. Forgive our sins. 
for your namesake, O God. Why should the nations, O God, say, where is your God? Father, I pray today. Father, we come against every spirit. that has infiltrated countries and nations with subtle agendas to silence the church. Father, in the name of Jesus, expose. We come against the spirit of deception that has permeated, O oh God, O oh God, O oh God, presidential houses in nations. That has, uh, that has infiltrated the highest offices in nations to purport a, 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 an agenda against the church. Father, we come against a spirit of mixture. We come against the spirit of the Nicolaitans. We come against every spirit of Balaam. Oh God, that has been erected to prophesy against the house of God. And against the people of God, may the donkey speak. May, oh God, may the donkey speak. Father, in the name of Jesus, agitate their spirit. Agitate their spirit. In the name of Jesus. We will not remain silent. We will not remain silent. We will not remain silent whilst the house of God is invaded, whilst the body of Christ is under attack. In the name of Jesus, raise up an army. Raise up an army. Raise up an army. Raise up sons and daughters that will stand at the gates of the city. At the gates of the city of nations, oh God, raise up sons and daughters in the political arena. Raise up sons and daughters in the judicial arena. Raise up sons and daughters in the educational arena. Raise up sons and daughters, oh God, in, 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 oh God, in the area of entertainment. In the name of Jesus, that will expose... Oh God, that today we become against, oh God, every subtle form of, of, of social conditioning. Oh God, the social conditioning agenda will be exposed for what it is. It will not contaminate our homes. It will not contaminate our families. It will not contaminate your church in the name of Jesus. Oh God, it will not contaminate the house of God. It will not contaminate the spirit, the pulpits. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we come against every democratic spirit. We come against the spirit of the Greeks. In the name of Jesus, a spirit of God that pursues wisdom and a spirit that oh God, pursues oh God, democracy. In the name of Jesus,
trust in God, my Savior. Oh, Lord, we worship you. We worship you.
right now turn your focus and your eyes to Jesus right now yeah yeah come on come on that's what when you seek the Lord God will never fail. 
he will never ever fail. I want you to just take a moment this evening. I'd like you to pray with somebody else that is in the, the room. The Bible says where two shall come into two shall touch anything. We come into a prayer of agreement. As touching anything, it will be done. Now, not just the person that is convenient, that is right next to you. I want the Lord to lead you to somebody else that you, other than where you normally pray, other than whom you normally pray with, just find somebody and that you pray with, trusting God that there is going to be an impartation. Lorenzo, pray with Carissa in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I want everybody praying with somebody. Amen. I want everyone coming into a prayer of agreement in the name of Jesus. We bless you. Connie, won't you just come up and just pray with, with Calden and, and, and Joash in the name of Kira Baba Sete Lebehen Riba Baba Sata Lalabahandara Raba Baba Kushete Lebehen Raba Baba Sata Lalabahandara I still believe you can move any mountain with just one word Raba Baba Sato Lalabahandara I still believe you can
wants to do, ask of him to see what he'll do. Ask of him to see what he'll do. Ask of him to see what he'll do. Ask of him and see what he'll do. Father, there is nothing too hard for our God. So even as you are prophetically challenged today, ask of him. Ask of him. He can do all things. The God that stepped out of eternity. Into the earth realm in order to create man is vested in your success. He has a vested interest in your breakthrough. He has a vested interest in your establishment. He has a vested interest in you coming into that which he has divinely ordained for your life. Don't miss this moment. Don't miss this moment. Don't miss this moment. Ministering angels, just minister. Stop holding back. Just right there where you are. In faith. Just take a few deep breaths. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. Just drink in. Just soak in. Come on. Just breathe in.
anoint our heads with oil, our cups run over, surely goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives. Father, we are grateful for your manifest presence that is in this place. Thank you for the tangible way in which we experience you tonight. Father, tonight, even as we stand in the gap, in prayer, O oh God, for our sister Prakash that's in hospital, for our brother Kuben that is awaiting his operation, Lord, I pray speedily move on his behalf, opening up a theater slate, and we thanking you for a successful operation for your son. I pray that you are bringing the best surgeons you are bringing the best physicians his way. You are bringing a dream team, a best team that will be, oh God, responsible for his operation. Father, I thank you that even for your daughter Prakash, that today, Lord, that that which you have ordained for her life, I thank you for healing day by day. We thank you for healing that is progressive. Thank you, O oh God, that you said, my, as she, oh God, the song said, your, your faith is healing you. And so we pray today, let her faith increase beyond measure. Father, even in this time, let you just minister to us, minister to her in a unique way, in a unique way. Thank you. Thank you for divine designs. Thank you for divine strategies. Thank you for answered prayers in our life. Thank you, O God, that your strength has been restored. O God, that there is a treatment strategy for her in the name of Jesus. A treatment strategy for her in the name of Jesus. We believe in you. The work that you've started, you will complete. In Jesus' name, we bless you. We bless you for every one of your sons and daughters that is just in need of a physical touch of God. Father, just show up. Thank you for divine health in this season. We believe it. We receive it. It is the will of the Father that we be in good health. It is the will of the Father that we enjoy divine health. It is the will of the Father that we enjoy divine prosperity. It is the will of the Father that we live in abundance, that there is no lack. Oh God, we break the spirit of poverty. We break, oh God, the spirit of lack. We thank you for employment for every son and daughter of yours. We thank you for divine interventions in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we give you the praise, we give you the glory, we give you the honor. For what you begin, you complete. For what you begin, 
you complete. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen and amen, amen, amen. You may be seated just for a few moments. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Thanks to worship team, amen. Thank, thank you for what the Lord is doing, amen. Amen. How many of you know that this is the doings of the Lord? Amen. Amen. And God engineers his purposes in our lives. It is his will that is being accomplished. It's his will that is being settled. Amen. Amen. Go with me if you would to First Kings chapter 19. And I'm just going to share a few thoughts with you. Remember we're talking about mantles and I'm continuing on that. I wanted to touch on an area today on learning how to steward uh, the mantle that the Lord has given us. Amen. And uh, but I'll touch on that one of the days. Amen. Lord willing. Amen. Amen. The Lord willing. Amen. We're going to deal with some steps to receiving the mantle that God has for us. Amen. Now, in the book of 1 Kings chapter 19, we, we speak, we introduce to Elijah, and we introduce to him at a stage in his life when he's, um, you know, he's gone through an, a spiritual attack. In verse, in verse 1, it says, Now Ahab told Jezebel everything, Elijah had done, and how he killed the prophets with a sword. Amen? Amen? So Elijah was a sword-wielding prophet. Isn't that, a, isn't that a fresh, nice perspective? Amen? You always see these people, and you wondered why when, when, when Samuel comes to the house of Jesse, the people in the community ask, it's all well. <laughs> and these guys. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah to say, may the gods deal with me, be it so ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like that of one of them. Amen. For every Elijah, there's a Jezebel. And that ability to learn how to address the spirit of Jezebel is an important challenge to the present day church. The spirit of Jezebel is one that brings in an idolatrous spirit, the one that hates leadership, it hates headship. Amen? For everyone that, that struggles in that area of headship, uh, struggles in the area of submission, struggles in the area of understanding spiritual authority. They're struggling with an influence of the spirit of Jezebel. Jezebel vicariously ran Israel through Ahab. Jezebel is attracted to weak people. Amen? People that can be manipulated. Ahab was manipulated by Jezebel. 
And the Bible says in verse 3, And Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. And when he came to Bathsheba in Judah, he left his servant there. And while he, he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, he came to a broom brush and sat down under it and prayed that he might die. He says, I have had enough, Lord. He said, take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the, the bush and fell asleep. And at all at once, the angel touched him and said, get up and eat. And he looked around and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. And he ate and he drank and he lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and says, get up and eat. And for the journey is too much for you. And so he got up and he ate and strengthened by the food. He traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. And there he went into the cave and he spent the night. Amen. Today in the pursuit of the mantle, sometimes the weight, the burden becomes too much. And sometimes, like Elijah, we want to prematurely exit the plans and the purposes of God because the process is too much. And he comes to the place where, and in that time, I pray that in the moments of your weakness, God will dispatch ministering angels that will minister to you in a unique way, bringing to you peace in the midst of a difficult moment, bringing to you minister. Remember, this is it. He's, he's in this place where Elijah basically has all but given up. He's prayed the prayer, and he says, God, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go home. He says, I'm, I, I, I had enough. Take my life. Imagine that. Imagine, you know, you coming to that place. And, and some of us have come there. Some of us have come there, but the Lord has still kept us here. Amen. Because there's something we carry that has to be handed over. Amen. So for everyone that is feeling like you have gotten tired, you felt that this is enough, can't take any more. I come with the word which the angel of the Lord speaks to Elijah. He says, get up and eat. And he looked around, he finds the food. Imagine, the angel was baking bread for him while he was sleeping. Amen. May the Lord bring supernatural provisions your way. May God bring those destiny helpers. May God bring those that will nourish you in the weakest moments of your life. May the Lord bring people into your life that will begin to nourish you in that, in that moment when you most need it. And then the angel, of the, he, look at it, he says, he says the, the, uh, the angel of the Lord says, get up and eat. And he ate and he does like what we do on Sunday afternoons after you go from church, after you had a nice meal. The next thing is you, you're speaking to the Lord. Some in tongues, 
some were groanings that cannot be uttered. Is it? But so he goes back to sleep. But the angel of the Lord comes to him the second time and says, get up and eat. For the journey is, is too much for you. And he eats and strength comes to him. I'm here to say to you there's a greater journey ahead of you. You may feel tired. You may get weary. You may sometimes get distracted. You may sometimes even be discouraged. But I'm here to say to you, there's a journey ahead. And whatever the sustenance, you see, whenever you come into the house, you are drawing spiritual sustenance that is going to enable you to go the next step, the next step, the next step. It's not for you to determine when your end is. Elijah just tried to manipulate the purposes of God and say, I'm ready now. God said, I'm not ready for you. You know? How many of you said, you're ready now? And God sent you back. You know? He said, I'm going. He said, no, you're staying. You know? I was speaking to Annie's uncle, and he, he, he says, he says he's, he's 93 and 94. He's around there, and every day he, he, sa he says, he says, the Lord says to him, Vachabiti. Wait a little while, amen? <laughs> God's still not over with him, amen? And so I want you to understand, that's what the Lord is saying to you. So some of you that's trying to exit on your own terms, Vachabiti. God is still busy with you, amen? There's still some. And so all you do is whenever you come into the presence of the Lord, every time you come into the house of the Lord, may you be just strengthened and nourished. May you be refreshed and renewed for the, for the journey ahead. Imagine he had one meal that could take him 40 days and 40 nights. Amen? I'm saying to you there is a supernatural meal that God is placing in before you that will sustain you, not just for 40 days and 40 nights, but will sustain you for the entirety of your journey. Amen? So this is what God is going to begin to do in your life. I want you to understand the mantle on Elijah was so strong that it, it could not just exit the earth without there being a transfer. May you never just exit the earth without there being a transfer. And what is the transfer? The such as I have, I give to you. We got to come to that place where we begin to pour all that we are into somebody. That even our legacy lives on beyond us. The mantle and the transfer of the mantle was, was evident of the legacy of the ministry of Elijah that is transferred. So much so that Malachi later on will say, in the last days I will send the spirit of Elijah that will turn the hearts of the, the, the fathers to their sons and the hearts of the sons to the fathers. God says, I will send the spirit of Elijah. We understand that Elijah has such a unique exit. Whilst his natural man under attack says, I had enough, let me die. He never sees death. 
God's plan for you is bigger than your plan for yourself. And every time you feel like you had enough, may the Lord keep energizing you. May the Lord keep refreshing you. I do not know about you, but I feel stronger after coming into the house of God tonight than when I came in. Amen? And I'm here to say to you, this is what is going to become the experience more and more of people as you come into this house. When you leave this house, you will leave it refreshed. You will leave it nourished. You will, be, you will leave it with strength to continue the purpose that God has for you. This is the mandate. This is what the season, this is what God's, when you encounter the presence of God, that's what it's going to begin to do. For some of you, you're going to start to look younger. You're going to start to behave younger. You're going to be a little bit more vibrant. You're going to be, I want you to start to understand that when, you, when, when you're in the, the, the experiencing the outpouring of God, you must be changed by the glory. Amen? That means the Bible says it like this, as I beheld him, you become changed from glory to glory to glory. And this glory is an unfading glory. It's not the glory that was on Moses that was, uh, was heavy at one stage and it faded away to the point that he had to take off the veil. Because here we are living with unveiled faces. We are beholding him. I'm here to say to you, God, there is something about the tangible presence of God that has to change us. And when the change takes place in us, the change will take place in everybody that we encounter. Amen? So I'm here to say to you again, get up and eat. Amen? Amen? For everyone that lost their appetite, get up and eat. For everyone that has lost their appetite, their spiritual appetite, get up and eat. You're not fulfilling a, 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 a need. You're not fulfilling a, a program or a tradition. You are, you are getting up and you're able to do something about it. Amen. May the Lord use you supernaturally. May the Lord pour into you today. Amen. Let's just bow our heads together. I'm just going to ask Annie to pray for us. Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for this time in your presence. We thank you, Lord, that you have spoken to us so uniquely tonight. You have touched us, God. You have anointed us. Another fresh touch from you. So we are so grateful, Lord, for your presence. We are so grateful, Lord, that you love us and that you care for us. Thank you for this time in your presence and even, Lord, for your word that came to us, Lord, to remind us, Lord, who we are in you. I pray, Father, that we would let that word come into us and become life to us, God. So we praise you even as we go our various ways. We ask, Lord, that you be with us, that your hand be upon us. Grant to us safe traveling mercies. Be with us for the rest of the week, Lord. For those of us that are facing challenges or projects or things that we need to complete and deadlines that need to be met, for those of us that have appointments, for those of us that are going for treatment, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you, Lord, will go before us and you will make the way plain. In Jesus' name we ask these mercies. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. Liam, we offline. Sure.